Does everybody hear her? Does she need a microphone? Nope. No. Did you need it for the Facebook thing or good? I think, I think so. Yeah. 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 Okay, so there's a mic right here. Right here, I know. My, your arms are not as long as mine, so. Yeah. See, I was just, just dipped and got that, but. I'm just stunned. Hey, Hello. Good. First of all, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for coming. Um, I see that you brought your people here, and I got other people here, and um, it means a lot, like I said, for you to be here, off the strength of the fact that you are a walking wealth of talent and a walking wealth of knowledge that I think people trying to do ministry um, would really gain from. And I think that there's certain things that, even though we've heard the music, we've seen the video, we've seen a lot of performances, right. there's still much more of a story to tell. So with that said, like I said, I met you in 2007. Yeah. It's 2016. Yeah. So my first question would be, what's the difference between the person I met back then and the person sitting in front of me right now? Um, I think back then, you know, I was start not starting my music career, but I was kind of still in the beginning phases of it. And then um, you have all these dreams, you have all these aspirations of where you can go, and you know, like you hear all these great stories. And actually, Conquest, I knew you on my MySpace, but I I looked at you as somebody who's more experienced, somebody who's been in the game longer. And he didn't tell the whole story, but he was always tagging me on this open mic thing that he wanted me to come through to, and then I finally decided to go. And you never rapped, by the way. So, um, <laughs> a lot of people who know me here, I'm not a very punctual person, so I actually, <laughs> I got there when it ended. Well, yeah, you got there when it ended. It's a story. So she got here when it ended, and me and Rock are standing out there, and we're waiting for her to rap. It's like, okay, she's here, let's hear her rap. We're hanging. But no, it was it was it was really cool and from that point on you, you built that relationship with Rock and um, it's yeah. funny you came in here, Mix was playing the music, song went the first album. Yeah. I think you were shocked to hear that. I was. Um, yeah. <laughs> yes. I I, I, I I just really wanna know personally, like, you know the process of how that came along, what it took to get to that first album. Because you went from just being on MySpace to actually being in a recording studio, right. putting a project together, getting photos done, having a team behind you. Right, right. So when that joint was done, mm -hmm. how did that feel? It was amazing. I mean, because when I did the Beats and Blessings thing, I, a lot of it was, actually all of it was for free. So there was a studio in the church, and I would do, I would record, record all of my songs, my EP or whatever you want to call it, mm -hmm. um, there. And nothing, I didn't, you know, nothing was being charged. And then when I met Rock, mm -hmm. and then um, we were talking on a, Gmail chat, and he was like, by the way, this is how much it's going to cost to do your album. And I, and, you know, I, I played it cool, you know, I was like, oh, yeah, cool, I got that money. But in my head, I was like, wait, I have to pay to do this? Like, I thought he was just doing something nice for me, because again, I was very, like, new to this whole thing, and I never had to pay before. So this was a whole starting thing for me. I started, I started a job right after school, college, and I dedicated a lot of that money to the album. And it, it came to the point where at the very end of it, I just didn't have enough money. So, I mean, um, at the time, I think I was dating Tim even to this day. And uh, um, he was, uh, I, he, he actually helped me at the end too. So, um, all that to say, it was still, you know, back then and even now, it was always a struggle. Money's very hard when you're trying to do an album. And at that time, I didn't have kids or anything, but just working and, and supporting yourself and then being able to put out a project, it's hard, you know, but I managed to do it. And I was super proud of myself because this was the first legit like I went to disc makers I got it done I was like wow this is what it's like to have an album I did a release party I mean it was just like dreams were just coming true in my head because you know I never experienced it before and then I was getting a lot of um I remember meeting Marcus 
Um, it was probably like 2008. It's such a blur now. It's just so long ago. I saw him at a show, I think in Long Island. I don't know where it was, but he was doing this on The Higher Calling. And then I saw the flyer and I was like, oh, I'm deluded. <laughs> you know, but he didn't know me back then. So I told myself, I was like, you know what, next year I'm going to get on it. Yeah, and then next year it happened. So yeah. it was all these accomplishments that were going on, especially within the New York area. Marcus was doing so many shows. Right. And I felt like, wow, I'm really getting involved in the New York scene because I'm doing them. And then I know. So it, not, it felt more real. I was like legitimizing yeah. myself. Like I was being legit. Yeah, you, you get what I'm saying. Yeah, you. like you it was ready for some. You were doing yeah, like, was good. Yeah, I was getting more credibility. So it felt really good. So. So um, I don't know, because Tim asked for this, like as soon as I put it up, he was like, send me the link. So I don't know if you got a chance to read the review. No, I read it. It was, it was beautiful. Yeah. Uh, it was a beautiful album. I was just, I was yeah. about to thank you right. for not having me have to write a bad review for an album. We always <laughs> think this, like, because we're friends, like, do you not? No, no. Did, okay, so if it was bad, you would have said, it, horrible album, I, don't I, buy it. No, actually, here's the thing. Like, I have, a, I have a new philosophy when it comes to the blockage, right? I'm an artist myself, so I know how that can right. feel. And I felt like if I'm not really crazy about the record, I'm not going to write anything, right? Rather than write a bad review, I'm just not going to write one. You know what I'm saying? And I'll just pick and choose the stuff I'm passionate about got it, got it. to write a review. So, thankfully, I felt very passionate yeah. about your joint and wrote it. Um, maybe I, maybe the game read it. Maybe, maybe the, <laughs> did you like the comparison to the game? I did, but just like at the beginning, of the, I was like, how does this work? And the, just like how you're saying, but it kind of made sense. Yeah, yeah. But how, was it gratifying to you to feel like right, I like, got what you were saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah no, definitely. Definitely, yeah. and that you were comparing me to somebody like that, you know? Yeah. So, so I, I made this analogy for those who didn't read it. I felt like what the game did. Well, actually, no, I'm not gonna go there because that's part of the questions I'm gonna come to later. So I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm jumping ahead of myself. Um, so I know a lot of great female rappers. Um, and it's funny, me, Marcus, and Rich were having a conversation about female rappers before anyone showed up. And I feel like, even though I know a lot of great MCs, great writers, great lyricists, very few have the discography that you have. Like, if you really think about it, she has six projects. You have three albums, you have two mixtapes, and if I'm not mistaken, you were part of a compilation album as well. Like, you have six projects. A lot of people can't say that. Right. Like, only a few. Probably maybe Butter P, maybe Mahogany Jones, but you have a right. discography. And to think, again, coming back from 2007 to here, what does that say to you? Well, I'm, you know, it's hard not to answer the question without sounding a little uh, full of myself, but I guess, you know, like, I'm very proud. Like, I, I know my, obviously, my struggles and how hard it was to put these projects out. And, you know, as you get older, you have more, you know, more things on your plate, you know, more things happen in your life. You start growing up and you have more responsibilities. So, you know, I see, especially, like, within the New York scene, I see how it's just so hard in New York, you know, it's, it's everything's just more expensive, you know, life is just so much crazier and harder to just especially do music, so, you know, uh, the fact that I'm still able to do it and have this um, support behind me, you know, especially you guys here, it means a lot because it, without these things I wouldn't be able to do it, you know, and I hate always bringing this up, but a lot of it is the money thing that people, it's just so hard to do it when you're an independent artist and you have to pretty much back yourself and you only have one income in the family, so, you know, I, I, I still to this day don't know how we did it, but. Well, it's funny you mentioned that, and that perfectly segues into my next question. All right, so, again, like you said, we're in New York, we're all independent artists, we're all trying to get on different platforms and conferences and festivals and shows, and at the time, 
you're part of, you started off with a production deal with Jairock, and then you moved into God Belongs in My City, and you're doing Acquire the Fire, and you're doing Songs with Social Club, and you're doing all these great, fantastic things that the outside, from looking in, you're like, she got it. And then one day, I just happened to scroll on Facebook, and you announced that that's no longer happening. Yeah. Like, that's, that you're independent. Like, I, I'm not rocking with these people, I'm rocking on my own. Right, right. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, just a lot of, like, you know, life, I guess, kind of happened, you know? Um, it's, I feel like within the Christian community and Christian hip-hop industry, it's hard because you have to be business-minded, but you also have to keep each other accountable mm -hmm. and be brother and sister-like in a lot of ways, and it's hard to mix the two. So, you know, I have my own personal issues going on in my life, and I was addressing it with the label, and as much as they're brothers, you know, in Christ with me, and they're trying to keep me accountable at the same time, they're business people, and they want to make money, and they, they're putting, they're investing all this in my project, they want to reap it all back, so... It's, it's hard to kind of, I get I get why it would be difficult to do the two, and that's kind of what happened. Like, I had all these personal things going on. I wanted to have, an, I only had one daughter at the time. I wanted to have another one, and that was a conflict of interest. You know, they weren't saying I can't have another kid, but it was more like, it's kind of bad timing. Especially if you want to put another album out, how are you going to put an album out and raise a kid at the same time? You know, and at that time, I was like, you know, they're kind of right. You know, how do you do that? Financially, it's going to be harder. You know, you're not going to have as much time. Um, and... I, there was nothing I could say that would be like, well, you guys are wrong, I'll be able to do it, you know, because I, I had to prove it, you know, so we had so many issues going on, and then I wanted to get in the studio, and I wanted to start recording, and it was a problem getting in the studio, and I was just like, you know what, I, I, I can't do this, like, I have to be able to control my own um, career, I have to be able to do things on my terms, because I think it'll be a lot easier that way, and, you know, Again, not to brag, but I have two girls now, and I put my album out. I was recording my album at the time that I gave birth, you know. So I, uh, I took a couple, I took a couple months off just to take care of the, you know. And then I went back into the studio, and then you know here I am. You know, now was it scary making that initial decision? To do to to do to, to, to say I'm I'm going instead of putting my personal life on hold, I'm going to just take this leap of faith and say I'm just going to do it. Yeah, no, it was very hard. Like, um, I, we had, again, me and my husband, we were just talking, like, do we want to do this? Like, but these are all the good points of being on a label. Right. You know, you have so much support, you know, a lot of things they do for you, you don't have to worry about it. You just literally have to make music. So do we want to lose that, all the, the, the connections we have to the label? The, the, all the trappings that come with it. Yeah, everything. And I'm just like, you know, it's not worth it because I feel like I'm, like, not dying inside, but it's just my creativity. My The reason I started rapping in the first place just isn't there anymore. It just became about money and, you know, make this album and do that. Like, I became a robot and it was more like I just wanted to be free and I wanted to express myself the way that I wanted to do it and I even told myself I've never done this on my own yet like I've only been signed to this label but I was with Rock for a good amount of time so I always had him to help me I felt like you know I really just need to do this on my own you know I still have a good enough backing where I have some support who can still help me through the process so I said you know what let's just take this leap of faith and see where it goes you know so if, with that said with, with all the things that you had that you don't have access to anymore with, without it being too hard of a question to answer how many personal and professional relationships did you lose if any I mean, I can't. I, it's it's hard to say because you know people I don't really talk to anymore. You know, it's always like, oh, there's, I still love you, girl. You know, they always say stuff like that. You see each other, it's all good. But in, in regards to just still talk to them on a regular basis, I mean, yeah, it's just gone. 
done. You know, I, actually, I was talking to Tim over in the car driving here, and I was saying, my career is at a weird transition right now. Like, I'm rising in one area, and I feel like all other things are going down. Like, it, it's leveling itself off, but I feel like a lot of people that used to roll with me mm -hmm. are just, like, sinking. But I'm, I'm gaining all this, like, another world over here. So it's like, you know, so it's balancing each other out. But it's weird, because I'm like, how do I how do I deal with this? Like, it's, 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 a, new, it's a new concept for me. Like, I don't, I don't know to be happy or sad. You know, it's kind of like bittersweet, I guess. I but, well, as you say, dealing, like, I mean, except for your fans, obviously, who love your music and the rhyme with you from day one, you could have just been like, look, I've done this body of work, I've been there, done it all, you could have done your Jay-Z, Fade to Blacks, my last album, do your Madison Square Garden thing, and, like, have your kids, do your thing with them, and just ride off into the sunset, but then you decided to make another one. Yeah. But I mean, you can understand. Like as artists, you know, it's so hard to drop the microphone. Like you just always have to keep doing it. And whether I'm not putting another album out or I'm just rapping somewhere, like it's just in me. And I just feel like, what am I gonna do? You know, if I stop rapping. I mean, motherhood is great. I love taking care of my kids. But if this is all I'm gonna do for the rest of my life, I mean, I can get a job somewhere. But you know, this is what I feel God has called me to do. And I feel like this is not the end of it, like there's so much more ahead. I think about all the, the people I can still encourage, I can still touch and stuff, and, and that to me is where I don't wanna be selfish. I wanna be able, because this is why I do music, I wanna help people, and if I stop doing that, I'm not helping people anymore. You know, I wanna continue being able to show them right. as a role model or as anything like that, you know, even though things come in your way, that you have to just keep pushing forward and God will, you know, find a way for you, so. Um, well, this kind of, the next question actually touches on something that you mentioned before. So, um, I was, on a personal note, my girlfriend was out here, and we were listening to um, Maxwell's Black Summer is Night, and we were just listening to it. It's a good album. If you don't have that, go, go get that. Um, and I'm listening to it, and she's like, oh, this is so good. And I was like, yeah, um, he dropped a new album this year. Wait, was that with the Broken Wings song? Yeah, 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 see, there we go. So, there's a new album that's out, but it's been seven years in between albums. And my, that seven years ago? Exactly, which leads to my other point. Like, you have artists like Ashade or Adele, who, who, you know, take their sweet time. Well, they can. They can and they can't, but I know I'm, I'm cutting you off. No, 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 I'm glad, you have, I'm glad we're here, because the thing is, it's like, why is it they can? And a hip hop artist cannot. I mean, but also with that, with that said too, can a person, can a hip hop artist, whether super successful, independent, do that? And does it make sense to put out albums ever so often rather than take your time? But I don't know, is it a hip hop thing or is it just because they're established? Like they have a name, like Maxwell, he could drop it in 2009 and come out to, and everyone's like, oh, I'm getting it. Right. Like you're just. But like for people like like me, you know, we have to keep putting stuff out, or you're just gonna be forgotten. I mean, it, it just still happens to the higher, you know, people who are more popular, famous, whatever. But you know, us, it's like I barely have a voice, and if I don't come out within a year or two, why do you think that is? That I don't have as much of a voice as men. No, 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 no. Why do you think? Why do you think there's this pressure for artists to feel like, listen, if I don't put anything uh, out right now? I know I just dropped an album eight months ago, yeah. but why do I feel like I need to put Because that's America. Up? Like, we all have ADD. We, uh, we move on. So there's so many artists, so many people out there dropping stuff. You, I could put, like, um, for instance, what happened with my thing? Like, I put Beauty Crash out. Derek Miner put something out that same day. The next yeah. week, three other artists dropped something. It's like, 
it's like, oh, Pete Smith's album's hot. Oh my gosh, now no album's coming out. And then I'm like kind of pushed back. Not in anything bad, but that's just how it works. So many people putting things out that you kind of get forgotten after a while. I'm sure they'll be like, oh, Pete Smith's album's over there. You know, but it's like, but there's so many more in front of them now. So you have to just keep staying current and knowing, letting people know I'm still here. And it's sad because it's like, okay, I, I put it out. Now what? You know, now what do I do? Do I do another album now? But I have the money. Like, it's like, what do you, what do, you do? It's like conundrum, just like... Um, before we even talk more about um, this album now, there's actually one question that I, that I think you kind of answered, but I want to get a little deep. Like, I always really loved the music that you and Seda did together. Like, Seda. Yes. <laughs> I, I, I always argue that the I'm a Christian mixtape right. is classic. Yeah. Like, unadulterated, it's classic. And I felt like the synergy you guys have, the way y'all work together. I felt like you guys would, you, if, if we were to compare this to the Marvel Universe, I felt like Sada, I felt like Seda was like the Wolverine and you were like the Jean Grey, the Rogue, that whole vibe, oh, right, right, right. as far as like the records that you made. Do you miss doing that? I do. I miss that whole Seda and Rock thing. Like, we were just all so tight and everything. And to be honest, like, I mean, I don't even know what Sadie's doing now. I mean, I'm being very real. I don't talk to him anymore. I don't. I mean, I see some some stuff that he posts, but I don't know if he's still doing music. You know, to me, I don't know his life at all. You know, but just from the outside, it's just it's sad because he's super talented. He's such a you know. Every time we would chill, he's so cool. You know, I just we had a chemistry like you said. Like even when we're on stage together, I was yeah. like, oh my gosh, look at them. You know, mm -hmm. and it. It, it was just, it was so much fun, and it just, that's another area, though, when you were saying earlier, like, so many relationships are kind of, you know, and it's like, what happened type of thing, like, I never got into a fight with him, nothing, nothing bad happened between us, just, just ended. Yeah, a lot of time for yeah. <laughs> But yeah, that's pretty much what happened, you know, so. Gotcha. It's sad. Well, now you're on this new beginning. Now you're in the studio. You decided to make this, they make this new record. Um, and, I, and, I, and as I listened to it a couple all week, last two weeks, um, I was just really loving how uniform the sound was. Like it was really well put together. More than just the rapping part. Right. Like, because a lot of people feel like when you when you put an album together, you're just throwing a collection of songs and right. a random song together. Right. But this thing was really thought out. How much input? Like, like what was your thought process? Did you feel like you had enough experience doing it to the point where it's like, yo, I can practice? Definitely not. So because I always had um, people helping with me with the album, it was literally just me. Like I, I had the studio right near my house, I had a producer and everything, but I had so much freedom to do my own stuff. Right. So when I was doing these songs and I was recording them, I was like, uh, is, no one's critiquing it, like nothing. I felt so weird, like, okay, I can just, I can lay that down and I'm good. And then I was like, yeah, just put your ad-libs on, you know, right. double it and you're good. And I was like, oh my gosh, like, that's done you know but obviously it wasn't like that easy but I was saying like I had nobody to really check what I was doing except myself mm -hmm. you know maybe I would let some of my friends hear it um see if they like the song but for the most part it was really is it good so when the album was ending I was like biting my nails I'm like oh my this album's gonna be so bad nobody's gonna like it you know this first time I'm independent I'm doing this on my own what people are gonna think and these are all natural things anybody would think to themselves but I really didn't have that like it's good Cindy it's good only I was telling myself that so when I did the listening party Andre um when um I came back in to get the feedback and they were like oh my god 
gosh, it's so good. I was like, was that relief? I was like, did Tim pay you? You know, <laughs> <laughs> are you guys just saying that? It made I'm me. Am I being pumped right now? <laughs> <laughs> I was so scared. You know, this is the first time I let an outsider hear it, right. and it was just great news, and it made me like more confident. Like, wow, Cindy, you should have more faith in yourself. You've been doing this for for so long. You do have an ear. You can trust yourself. That's, that's important. Been, that's an important yeah. confidence to have. Because yeah. a lot of times you leave somebody in the studio, they don't know what to do. Right. Because they've been, I don't want to say the term, but spoon fed. It's like yeah, like I feel like I was spo like spoiled. Like I had always somebody to watch over me and stuff. This is the first time I really had to just tell myself, "Is it good, Cindy? Maybe you should do this over. Like you're you're speeding too much. You're off beat. Like right. little things like that. I had yeah. to do my own. So, but it worked out. So. Was there any so? music that you were listening to while you were making this album and with that question comes another question like how much has because we've seen the rise of it lately how much k-pop influenced a lot of your stuff and i know you've been doing a lot of yeah like, it, um i i listen to k-pop here and there but um just again a lot of it is just to stay current so even it's 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 even with the the music here in America, or even Christian hip hop music, it was something that I wasn't like listening to hardcore. Right. I would just go on iTunes. I I listen to you know any albums that have just recently dropped, and I listen to the whole thing. And I just like oh, I can do that. Oh, my song seems it can match that. Like I do stuff like that just to see if I'm current or I'm up to date with what everybody else is doing. So that's really my that's how it was going. I'm I'm not that type of person, or I, I used to be, but I guess I'm not anymore. Maybe because I'm a mom and I just have no time to listen to music. That's pretty sad too. But uh, you know when I was. Do you have a Spotify playlist? I mean, I just listen on iTunes and stuff, and then if I like, if I really like the album, I'll download it and listen to it. But so a lot of it was just I was just previewing things and letting it uh sink in and seeing if it, if what I'm doing is matching it, I guess you can say. So, but yeah, the K-pop um, it's exploding, you know. So it's it's a great um avenue to go down, and I see the things that they're doing on music video wise, the visuals. I want to get to that. Yeah, I want to get to that. I just you know, it's a lot. So, but uh, to get to that point would be awesome. So, so what's the one thing that strikes you about being independent? Well, it's, it's like the two-way street, I guess, like just how hard it is because you're doing everything on your own, like even completing the album. I think I was telling you about that. Mm -hmm. Just completing it, like having to go through the whole process of getting your CDs and everything registered. It's just, it's so frustrating. And then at the same time, it's so liberating, at the, you know, because I'm doing it. I can do it my way. I can do what I want to. Yeah. Like... It was all just, you just, you have control over your own career in a lot of ways. That's, it's such a great blessing to have that. You don't have to answer to somebody else. And, you know, so it's, it's a great learning experience. And I encourage all artists, whether you're signed or you're thinking about becoming an artist, that it's very important that you get this experience where you can do this on your own. This really will help you develop fully as an artist and understand all the ins and outs of the music career, the music business. You know, it's not just rapping on stage. And, yeah, absolutely. So let's talk about these songs, okay. man. Let's talk about these songs. Alright, so in my veins. Yes. Love that song. My veins. Love that song. Um, <laughs> so you got a lot of head nods mm -hmm. in the back. Um, in my veins, uh, I guess the question I really want to ask about is like how important was it was it for you to make a song that really celebrates your love for hip hop and 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 really making it very authentic and at the same time lyrics. Yeah. Great verse, love the Scarface references, the Big L references, right, right. everything. You could, and I like the fact he was very transparent about the fact that I lived in a very conservative right. household. Right. I had to sneak out to listen yeah. to stuff. Like I loved it. Like yeah. so, I, I'm just trying to figure out how that song come to be, and how did you meet the person first? 
Oh, I met Lyrics two years ago where I was doing this, you know AMP? They're like mm -hmm. three, uh, okay, so I was on a tour with them in Virginia, okay. and um, I met him there. I always knew about him, but I actually met him there, and we connected, he's a super cool guy, and um, that we, you know, just saw our relationship grow as I kept singing about the shows. So anyway, I was doing In My Veins, and I said I want to do a song about hip-hop because everybody knows I rap, but they don't know how I rap, and I'm sure, you know, nobody's trying to be funny, but they're like, how did Eastman get into hip-hop? They just, they don't, they don't match, like, right. you know, you guys support me, you're there for me, but it's, you're always curious, like, how did that happen? So I said, I really want to tell people mm -hmm. my whole story, so I was like, I've never done it. This is my third album, and I really have Isn't that crazy, It's though? weird, I don't know why I never did it before, but I really, yeah, I just was just in, like, Jamaica, Queens, and I did an open mic, and I had a do-rag on, and I don't know why I had a do-rag on, but I just... Stop, 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 imagine? I'm I'm trying to picture that right can now. Picture these <laughs> pictures. I could probably like corn rolls and all that. <laughs> Were you like really into pock at that point? I was. I was definitely. I was definitely into pock. Yeah. You've been a. You're uh, back. Always. Yes. Yeah, gotcha. yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, so, and then I, I had the tims on. I had the hoop earrings. My hair was dyed, and I was like, I, I at that time I wasn't saying to myself, what am I doing? Why am I? I was like, yeah, I'm gonna go on that stage and I'm gonna show people that Asian people can rap. I was really like. But I, I felt I had like an identity crisis back right. then. And that goes into my whole being adopted and whatever, but it was like really affecting me. And hip hop was the first culture, believe it or not, that really embraced me and like helped me get through my struggles and stuff. So then that's where all that came from. And then as I, I kind of settled into the whole hip hop culture and I found myself, I was like, Yes, Cindy, you don't need to wear them. You're okay without it. You're good. So that's when I started being myself more, and yeah. So that's why I wanted to tell the story. And lyrics, he's a phenomenal rapper, a lyricist like crazy. And um, a lot of people do know him in the Asian community, but I feel like the obviously the Christian hip hop community, he's kind of new to, and he's an Asian artist. So I wanted to kind of connect us to we're both Asian, we're both Korean, and we both love hip hop. He's Korean as well. Yes. Yeah. And. Um, I wanted, so many people have been like, who is this dude? He's crazy, you know? So I wanted to get that exposure as well. Yeah. So that's why I picked it. Gotcha. Well, speaking of being embraced, yeah. for yourself, without a do-rag, without the, the hair. I still wear the tape sometimes, yeah. though. Yeah. Um, Tim. Tim, I remember first meeting Tim, I believe, oh, in the studio um, at Jack and when you were working on the first album, and he was very much in the cut, and I remember, <laughs> Him not necessarily being the biggest yeah, hip hop aficionado at the time. Yeah. Now he's he's all that. He's yeah, all he's, in. He's it. more than me. He's all he in. He's like, all and and I just want to know how much does that mean to you? Like yeah. he could have been pretty much like you know, yeah, it's cool, my right. back, whatever and stuff. Like no, he's all yeah. in it. <laughs> no, it's 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 amazing. I mean, anybody here who has spouses and is doing this they understand how important it is to have a spouse who supports you like 100%. And we all know that Tim does a little more than 100%. He's he's like, he helps me, he encourages me, he pushes me to do stuff when I'm at home. He's like, did you write that verse? We have to go to the studio tomorrow. Did he really I'm have like, that? really, Tim? Does he really have that conversation? He really has that, he does that. He, 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 he reminds me when the studio session is, I'm like, okay, I know. But these are things that go on in the background, and um, it's it's amazing. I mean, sometimes we do butt heads over because it's like Tim, calm down. I got this. But you need so, you need somebody like that. You know, you need somebody in your corner, especially your spouse. You right. Know? Absolutely. I honestly, I don't even know if he knows. I don't know how he got so into it. I, I don't. I didn't like poison him or something. I don't know what happened. I, it just one day he woke up. He's like, I like him, Bob. <laughs> he just got. He listens. He tells me what's going on. I, he's like, you know, Bizzle's dropping his thing next week. I said. You're at Biggie's hypnotizer repeating that. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. 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 Yeah not really getting the opportunities, the props, the acclaim, the visibility, everything you would expect a male rapper to get. Right. They don't necessarily have that. Now I know there's a couple of examples of female rappers who are doing well, but it's not necessarily everyone. So, you know, and, and Tim was very adamant, like, look, like, this is what this is. And it, it's hard to argue with yeah. it. You know, I, I remember me and him going on, on back and forth and stuff like that, but it's just like, I know where that comes from. I get it. So, as a, as a female artist, yeah. do you tend to agree? Yeah, or? no, I mean, I was there when he was writing the post. I mean, I... I Did you feel up to it? <laughs> no. Because he complains, I mean, he's not complaining, but he's venting. We vent to each other, and especially right. because he's my husband, he wants to see me make it, so... Right. Yeah, there is an argument because people do say like, well, Cindy, you've gotten this show, you, you travel here and there, so how can you, what is success? And to an extent, I really don't know what success is. Like, what is it? Like, is it is it like selling out tours and headlining at these big stadiums and everything? Or is it like going to a small event and changing lives? Like that, you know? But sometimes I'm like, yeah, it's not enough. Like, I want to I wanna go out there and be big, you know? It's, it's just, I guess, the, the human in me that just wants that and, um, so as much as I, I do agree with Tim, I, and I agree with you, because I remember, I think you wrote something like, well, it's the, the ratio, there's not as many female yeah, artists. It's a lot of factors. It is, it is. But when you have a female artist who's, well, I feel like I'm doing everything right, you know, and all these other female artists could, they could, you know, agree to that, that we're doing everything. We're putting our albums out, with, we're, we're, we're grinding, we're doing all this. Why, why aren't, like, the doors opening more? Like, they see the females are doing it, they respect them, they say they got talent, but we're just not... You know, we're just not getting all the way, and I don't, I don't understand. Like, right. I'm there, I'm there at those festivals. I perform there, but I'm usually opening up for someone bigger. So right. it's like, when is it going to be different? And again, I don't. It's hard to talk about this because it's like it's not about that, Cindy. You know, it shouldn't be about headlining. You know, but sometimes it is. You know, like just to it's, keep it's it a No, I feel you because I, I know for myself as an artist, um, that's been doing it for a while. I know that there were moments for me where it was like, geez, I wish I had this opportunity. Why did not I not have that opportunity as well? And I pretty much had to resign myself to thinking like, look, I gotta take advantage of whatever the opportunity is. And it'll drive you crazy. It and it will make you hate your art. And that was something that I had to really make a conscious decision to be just like, you know what? No, you're right. Um, you're right, because you kind of lose focus as to why you're doing this, you know, mm -hmm. why did I start writing in the first place? I wasn't even thinking about tours and being famous, I was just writing because it was my outlet and mm -hmm. it's what I love to do and, you know, and I also feel like when I was signed to it, I lost my love for it, you know, so I feel like this album, I got it back, I was able to write what I wanted to write and how I wanted to write it and do it the way I wanted to do it and, no, you know, and it, yeah, so. Speaking of writing things that you need to write, the one thing I feel like people don't give you enough credit for mm -hmm. is uh, the fact that you're really great at making concept records, like stepping into other people's personas. Like, I don't know if people remember this, but on that same mixtape, I'm a Christian, I don't remember the name of the song, forgive me, but I, I there's, <laughs> there's a song where you pretty much take on the persona of a man yeah. being attacked by his spouse. Oh, yes. yes. And I was just like, 
he's rap. She's rapping yeah. from a male's perspective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was very convincing. Yeah, yeah. And that I was think, from the Kanye, yeah. Go on, but it was a Kanye beat. Okay. Okay, sorry. Yeah, but it was <laughs> really well written, right. really well done. And then I feel like you did it again in a way where I love you, Daddy. Right. And um, which I really love. I don't want to give it away for anybody who hasn't heard the song, but it was really pretty much breaking down the life and the day, the day in life and drama of a police officer. And considering that Tim is a police officer, right. how hard was it for you to write that song? It was, it was hard. Well, it was actually easier to write it because I, you know, it was just because I, I live it with him. Not that he's ever had a situation where he almost you know, died yeah, or anything, yeah, 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 but yeah, yeah. just to know. I mean, I pictured Kayla there, like saying bye to Tim, and then knowing, you know, that he may not come home. Like we go through that every day. But um, so it was easy to write the song, but to think of like putting it out that mm -hmm. was the hard thing because it, it's such a sensitive subject. What's going on with cops? And I didn't want people to say that I'm siding on any side. Siding on any side. I just didn't want to take sides. I just wanted to show people that. Cops are humans, cops have families, and um, it's when you see all these like brutal killings on the internet, you don't think these things of cops. It's like the last thing people are thinking about. So I wanted to just bring that sensitive side mm -hmm. to the cops and just remember that at the end of the day, we're all humans, we all should love each other. And this doesn't just happen with cops. I mean, so many people have hit me up and said, I love you, daddy's one of my favorite tribes, and they're not cops. It's just because they're, they have kids, so they're mm -hmm. thinking like, I could go out and never come home. Oh. So everybody thinks that as well. So that's why I think it was also such a very touching song, whether you're a cop or not. And um, yeah, again, I didn't want to take sides. I just wanted to bring light, something positive towards cops and, and to say that, you know, they're not all bad. So. Well, with that said, yeah. um, I, obviously, you know, the social climate in this country, we've, we've seen everything from the stuff on Facebook with Lana Castile. We've seen the Dallas police officers being shot and the same thing in Baton Rouge and all these things are happening we're inundated with like it's almost like I remember the stats that I heard about somebody else who passed away I think on the 21st or Renee Davis or something like that um it, I'm telling you it's, so, it's becoming oh, just so recently. just recently yes and it's just becoming more and more commonplace yeah. so knowing that you know you're you're partaking in a in a in an art form that's that's very African-American, presumably right. the majority, and then you have your husband who's a police officer. Like, when you have to sit down and have these kind of conversations, how hard is it to have those things? No, it's hard. I think I was also sharing this with you as well. Yeah. Um, I feel like I'm in the middle. You know, I mean, it doesn't make sense, but the, I have a lot of African-American friends, mm -hmm. and my husband's a cop, So, and I'm doing hip-hop, and it's like, I'm Asian, so I don't know how that plays into it, but um, it's it's weird, like, where does his son stand kind of thing? Right. And I feel like as a hip-hop artist, like, I'm not doing my place by showing more support to what's going on with all the killings and everything, and it's, and it's, it's hard for me because I know what Tim goes through, and I see some of the things that people write about cops, and it's like, it's not really true. Like, a lot of these things, I'm beginning, I'm not a cop, and I'm, I'm you know, mm -hmm. I don't, live in these neighborhoods, so I don't really understand the full story. I just know what I know, and that's all. So I keep my mouth shut a lot when social media is going on because um, I don't want to say the wrong things or anything. But when I just see that everyone's just hating on cops all the time, it just it's like, but they don't know the full story either. And they're right. just saying a lot of things that aren't true as well. So it's hard to like keep your mouth shut and not say certain things. Right. We have, we have, a, oh, no. we have an outstanding rapper gentleman in the... <laughs> right now, that's all that weird noise for anybody watching on Facebook Live. But yeah, I can, yeah, I, I appreciate you being. Very it's just, it's a sensitive something, and I see a lot of these rappers. They're uh, they're voicing their opinions and stuff. So I just, you know, again, I just wanted to show my side. Not not that I have a side, but just show. Your my perspective. Yeah, better, yeah. Better word. Yeah. Definitely.
Speaking of perspectives, <laughs> so um, we really knew that this whole independent Eason thing, music-wise, coming back out was really real when you dropped Let Me Talk. Oh, yeah. So Let Me Talk, very pointed. Yeah. Very, uh, you had some things to say on that record. And you agree with a lot of them, right? I, I do. You <laughs> 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 don't like <laughs> It's funny. Can I take you a quick story for uh, So I'm, again, on Facebook, so, so, so Tim hits me on the DM and be like... Was it on the DM? Uh, yes, we like, and it was really in the infant stages, like right. you can hear the yeah. track wasn't fully formed, right. but it's like, everybody oh, this record, da 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 and I was like, oh. So he sent it to you. He sent it to you. I'm sorry, did I blow you up? No, that. We, no, you, no, I, yeah. I, yeah. Yeah, it was like, okay, so <laughs> this is what we're doing. This is what we're doing. But the thing, the reason why I say that is because I feel like, and, and I hate the word, Controversy, because controversy is a word that feels very shock value-ish, and I don't really believe in shock value more than I believe in truth. And I feel like you're just being very truthful, you know. And I think maybe being independent gave you that freedom to be very yeah. Mm-hmm. On a label, I don't think you can write something like that. Mm-hmm. Just... So how cathartic was that for you? It was for, I to me. I I was that was another one I was scared. Like, is she gonna are people gonna think I'm just bitter? Mm-hmm. Like, I really made it yet you know I'm just hating on people who have and and I hadn't even checked myself I was like is that why I wrote it you know mm-hmm. but I've just done so many shows and I see so many things wrong with all these you know, I'm Christian, glad you did that Christian I'm art. glad you stepped back and said why did I really write this song yeah. but I don't think enough of us do that because a lot of times you do things based off of emotion so at the time I experienced something I didn't like and I was like you know what I'm going to write a song about this and it's wrong like you really have to pray about it you have to think on it and say is this helping people or are you just venting your your anger and it's gonna make somebody else angry and it's just gonna cause all this unnecessary like anger and whatever so I I said but at the end of the day I know so many artists who do feel like this and I'm not I'm, I'm in a way still putting a positive spin on it saying that you know we are doing this for God we're doing this because we want to help people and we're human so I understand it I can be like that too I tried to put myself in there at the end of the day we have to try and check ourselves and continue to tell ourselves and remind ourselves right. why we're doing this you know so it's hard as an artist when you get off the stage and you just want to relax and everything and you just had a crazy set, but you're here for the fans, you know, you should be meeting the fans, you shouldn't be stuck up in the green room and do that. Right. That's what I'm, no, that's I feel you. Um, <laughs> besides Let Me Talk, what do you think on this album is a song that if you were assigned to any label, not just Jarrock and not just God Loves My City, whoever, like if you were on the label, what's the song you think you would have been able to record? Well, I think it was probably also I Love You Daddy. Because, no, it's a very sentimental song, but just what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. I remember when I was about to write it, like I didn't even have anything written yet, and I said I want to do a song about a cop. I didn't even know what I was going to write about. My producer was like, yeah, he was, yeah. (laughs) Everyone was like, what what are you going to write about? They always have to say, what are you writing about? about? Yeah, so I, you know, put a Christian spin on there, Cindy, you know, do something where it's positive, like don't just vent and be angry on Meanwhile, it. I'm personally hoping you're writing a song about but, but, a cop. Because I'm thinking, how could you not? Yeah, I know. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know, but then, again, it, it, it looks like I'm taking sides, you know? Right. So that's why I was, to this day, I'm still worried, like, is somebody out there, like, mad at me for writing that song? Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I, I believe that if I was on a label, they would have not wanted me to put that song. Gotcha. Well, well one song, I'm glad that, I, I feel like, you, I'm glad you did this song, label or no label, I'm with you. 
Oh, yeah. Um, and I'm with you. I remember going to the album release concert. You didn't perform the song, but you showed the video of it. And it was the, and within the first like four, five, six bars, I was like, this is a song about anxiety. That's awesome, because maybe some people want to listen. Like, I'm there standing there, like, my mouth was like, this, this is a song. And just the video, the visual. Right, right. Like, and then the conversation we had after the show, right. and then you told me, like, yeah, this, that's my struggle. You're right. Yeah, right. yeah, expand on it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, so, um, well, my issue is that I've experienced a lot of panic attacks in the last couple of years. And, you know, they're always on and off. It's nothing like severe, severe, but here and there I will get a panic attack. And a lot of it is just, it's triggered by a situation like, I don't like flying on airplanes. I don't like being stuck in traffic. Like, it's like the feeling of just being enclosed somewhere. Like, claustrophobic kind of vibe. Yeah, so sometimes I'm like, maybe I'm just claustrophobic. Like, <laughs> maybe that's it. I don't know what it is, but when I feel like I'm trapped somewhere, that's when it starts panicking. I've been in traffic so many times, and Tim just like, bro, calm down. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I can't. I can't turn it off. And I think that's the biggest like misunderstanding of people. And I get it. You know, when you see somebody struggling or panicking over something that they're in a normal situation, people are just like, why are you going through this? What's wrong? No one really understands it. So I wanted to put the song out because I know so many people have this issue, right. and they don't talk about it because it's a shameful thing to talk about. Like, you can't really explain it. You know, because if you don't deal with it, it just looks weird. Like, why is this girl panicking? Like, do not be anxious for any. Yeah, like, and you're not supposed to be anxious. So that's another thing as a Christian. Like, mm -hmm. can I put a song out about being anxious when I'm not supposed to be anxious? You know, but at the same time, I'm human. So, it's just freed a lot of people. Just, um, just the reception I've been getting on it. They, they just like, oh my gosh, finally somebody understands me. And that's what I wanted. I wanted people to be able to talk about what they go through and not be ashamed of it. To know that there's other people who struggle with it and there's help, there's a way out. Right. You, know, you don't have to feel like there's something wrong with you, so. Gotcha, gotcha. So, as a, so, as, a, so as a Christian Christian artist, Christian mother, wife, Christian, um, and, and, and even dealing with things like anxiety, like, I'm curious to know, like, what is your, what is your church fellowship like? Like, what is yeah. that? But I, I don't know if I know too much about that. Um, yeah. Not necessarily you have to advertise it, but still, it's like, right. you know, like, I, I think a lot of times people feel or take for granted the importance of having... A church family. Yeah. 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 Um, no, my church, I love my church. Uh, Lighthouse Tabernacle or in Staten Island. And um, I've been going there for a couple of years. I actually started going there from uh, Quest, the wordsmith. Mm, okay. right. And uh, he doesn't go there anymore, but he invited me there and I just loved it. I love the pastor. And um, I've been growing there ever since. And then um, I actually never told anybody that I was going through this struggle, but then I started getting mentored by one of the other, you know, co-pastors or whatever that, are, that go to the church. And then she was telling me about that she used to struggle with anxiety and we were just able to really connect on that level and she was praying for me she was helping with that so i get counseling from her too still really? to this day yeah so i mean it's she's really been helping me a lot so that's what i'm saying like as soon as you let people know what you're going through mm -hmm. so many doors open for you but you just have to be able to say it's okay to talk about it so you you're know? being like disciple and yes. mentor because i remember on um, all out on the new album which is one of my favorite records like i think it's actually because i was listening to the it was it was the faith all right so my my standout records of, on um and i'm going to ask you about one of them is all out losing faith um and the other song we get to but let's get back to all out all out is the is a song where you you often talked about the devotion to the things of god like really not taking things for granted and I really appreciate the fact that you were so pointed again with that. And right. I was just wondering, like, with that being the case, like, does it matter as far as, like, 
the deeper theology, like, are you Calvinist, Reformed, are you, are you like, non-denominational, like, where is that coming from? As yeah, far as yeah, so, I mean, you know me, but I'm not, like, this walking Bible, and I don't, I mean, that's something that I have to actually get better on, is reading the Bible on a daily basis, but I'm not into all of that, I mean, I don't, I don't even, I'm, I don't come off like a preachy rapper or anything, you know, I'm not, I'm not spitting out Bible getting, like, quotes, Bible script, like, yeah, I'm just not that, and, you know, it, you know, when people are talking, they're like, based off of, you know, Mark 21, 10 or whatever, like how people talk, I, I mean, I can't do that. I don't know how, to, they just have a Bible verse and they just spit it off the top of their head and something. So, um, Two prophets like that. Yeah, like it's just in their daily sentences and I just, I'm amazed at that. I wish I could talk like that, but yeah, I mean, when I talk about being all out and um, just serving, you know, giving your life to God, I mean, I fully mean it. I, I believe that a lot of the issues in this world are because we're, we're kind of compromising on our faith. We say that we're going to do something and then we kind of fall back. And we're just like, eh, we won't do that because it's not popular, it's not in. But I, it's kind of like just an anthem to Christians. And even if you're not Christian, to just, you know, make a, make a, like, say what you're going to be and then be it type right. of thing, you know? And just do it. Like, this world is in desperate need of that right now. There's so much craziness going on. Absolutely. It's just getting worse. So to have people really pro proclaim their what they believe in and to live it, you know, I feel like so many... And that kind of goes with the losing faith because it's like the opposite of what I'm saying in All Out is that we're not doing that. Like, we're losing faith. Everything's getting worse. You know, where is our faith in God that saved us, you know? So yeah, absolutely. that's why I wrote it. How's she doing so far? She's doing good? Yeah. 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 All right, well, I only got a few more questions for you, and I'm actually going to open up the floor for everybody, anybody who wants to ask questions. Oh, no. um, so the other song I love, Underdog. Um, oh, and yes. Underdog, it was just really cool to see you, Cicely, Butter P, yeah. Wonder Why, all come together and just really approach this topic, right. and it felt like not disjointed, everybody kind of like understood what this was as far as this particular song and right. the cadences, the flows, the pockets you found, it was just like, nice. <laughs> 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 why, why, why underdog? Why that story? Um, so I guess that kind of goes into what you were talking about with Tim writing that post. It's just, we just feel like we're underdogs and I, I specifically got other females on it and I know Butterfee, I know her personally. I feel like me and her are so alike. We've been in this game a long time. She has two kids like me. Um, I don't think she, she's not signed, right? Um, Cicely, too, she's been doing this for a minute. She actually puts out albums, you know? And we've all, like, you know, shared our struggles with this whole industry. Like, we're doing everything right, or at least we think we are, mm -hmm. and we're just not where we want to be, and we don't feel like we're getting the success that we feel like we're putting all of our work into, you know? Again, I don't know if that makes sense, but that's why I felt like, let's just do a song about that. And, you know, they wrote their verses in two seconds, and we were able to lay it down. That actually um, was my hardest song to put together. Like, awesome. because I, I had, originally I wrote two verses on there, and then I wanted to take the best of both verses and put them together, awesome. and then the beat was off, and then my, my I didn't come in right, it sounded choppy. Mm -hmm. So I went to the, the studio maybe like five times just to fix my one I, verse. I couldn't tell. Yeah, but yeah. So that's, I, I was like, should I even put this on? It sounds horrible, my verse. And then it actually is one of the favorites that I really like. Love it, love it. Is, there, is there any artist you, you hope to work with that you haven't worked with yet? So I actually wanted to, uh, you know, light the flow. That's funny, we were having a conversation earlier before. So this is actually a behind, like, I was like exclusive? Well, I mean, I guess everyone here is, but <laughs> this, um, I was actually supposed to do In My Veins with her. 
yeah, she was down to do it. I really honestly don't know what happened, but I wanted, she was down for it. She emailed me, she said she was about to lay down the track. And I'm like, oh my God, because I looked up to her. A lot of people don't know her, but she was like one of the beginning female artists. Right. And she was just, in, I mean, she still is like, oh yeah. oh yeah. So I was so inspired by her. I was like, I want to do this song with you because it would be such an honor to put one of my inspirations on this track. So and you were supposed to do this for like, yeah. And she just go on about how she's so into him. I was, I was scared she was gonna outdo me, so I'm like, maybe I shouldn't put her on it. <laughs> so, but and then I wanted to shoot a video with her, and she was down for that too, because I wanted to just like, whoa, when did he sort of like? How did that happen? And it was like going somewhere, this, and then it. This, I, this I, is the reason why. Again, this is the reason why I really want to do this with you because again. No one would really know that. Yeah, no one would. Nobody even know that you guys knew each other. Yeah, no, she's, she, you know, we don't talk, talk. But right. We, we, we were always trying to hook up and do something together, and I felt like this was the, the perfect opportunity. And I would just shock a lot of people, and, and I, again, I feel like a lot of people don't know her, so, right. and that she deserves that, because she just really started a lot for the female rappers now, and um, it just didn't work out, and I was, I was kind of bummed about it, but I was like, let me take a spin on it and let me do it in an Asian type way, and that's how lyrics came into the picture. And you know, it worked out. yeah, it definitely worked yeah, out. But definitely worked out. yeah, I don't want to ask that question. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Um, what was I going to ask you? Oh yes, so you post on Instagram. Is, that, is everybody here follow you on Instagram? You yeah, can just lie if you know. <laughs> 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 Alright, so you post a lot of. Um, Pics of your kids and, and a lot of funny self-deprecating humorous oh, yeah. situations. Yeah. Like I will be the butt of the jokes right. for my kids, right. as as any parent should right. do that. Um, how how have those kids? And this seems like a cliche question, but how have those kids really really impacted your life? Especially considering that you yourself did not grow up here. Personally. Yeah. Um, I, I just, again, I never, oh, I never said this yet, but I've never pictured myself to be a mother, you know, I, I mean, I guess anybody before they have kids, they don't know what to expect, they don't, you know, all the basic things, and then when I had Kayla, it was like, in the beginning, I was like, why did I do this? <laughs> like, I have no life, my, uh, how am I going to do music? I was kind of like, wow, like, why did I have a kid? And then after the first two months, I was like, in love, I was in completely changed and from there on I just got so in love with motherhood and it was actually scaring some people like you know maybe even, even Tim <laughs> you know rock at the time they're like okay you, I know it's great that you love being a mother but it's like you know you still have a music career you know you got to dedicate some time to that so it's hard balancing it's not, that. It's not, no, it, it's a great thing but it's like as an artist you know instead of posting up pictures of my you know, my upcoming show or whatever, I'm taking a selfie with Kayla. So it's like, okay, you know, you have to try and balance it. And I wasn't, I'm not a good, I'm not good at doing that. So I've gotten better. Yeah. I still post a lot on my kids and I can't help it. I'm with them like But you know what's funny about that? You know, you know what's funny? I, and, and I know obviously it's not like you're, people may have argued, well, you should be promoting your Instagram and promoting your music and using the marketing tool. But I feel like you, being genuine about the mm -hmm. fact that you love parenting right. was inadvertently its own marketing tool. It tool is. Itself. It is. And you know, I get the most likes and the most comments when I put up something with my kids. Mm -hmm. And then that's why I'm trying to combine the two now. So when I did that recent one about me talking to Jocelyn about my album, you know, love like it's, it's, it's funny and it, you know, it, I'm, I'm making it work. So I kind of want to do that brand too where I'm the mother and I rap. So mm -hmm. mommy rapping. Mommy rapping. There you go. It, it sounds corny, but it, it works, you know. It, I just I can do both at the same time. <laughs> So let me let's switch gears. Um, what is Isan Lee's 
guilty pleasure right now? And in terms of like in terms of like food, in terms of like like are you like like you know the new thing is now the Hulu, the Netflix, or whatever. Like, are you binge watching anything? No, like, I mean I'm really into. I mean I, I can tell you the shows I watch. I don't know if it's gonna put you to sleep or anything, but I recently watched The Walking Dead, and I'm like, and it, people who Just watch it have not watched it. Watch so after watching, you watch it? Yeah. So after I watched that, I want to get. I, I'm the only one who does it. I guess. No, I'm not gonna tell you what happened in the <laughs> premiere, but it. I'm just gonna let you know it was so disturbing. Like, <laughs> it was. I don't know if I want to. Facebook, come Facebook. Out. I saw a couple stats as I was like, people are crying. <laughs> it was just too much. Like I get it, and to me, I don't understand what the point of the show is. Me I know neither. you guys are like zombies. Me what is the point? Like they just keep dying. And it's, it's not even, it's about zombies, but now it's about like humans and how you treat each other with no law in the world. And it's just, it's, it just shows what you That's interesting though. Yeah, that we're just evil. <laughs> we're just naturally evil that this is how we treat each other when we have nothing to tell us how to act and what we can do or not do. And this is what happens. So I'm like, they, they find an enemy and then they defeat it and then they walk a little bit more. They get into a new neighborhood and then they find another enemy. More people die and then eventually they move on. It's like, where is this going? That's like, there's no, like, that's nothing's exactly growing. Saying, no, no, no. That's I don't exactly know. Like, where is the hope? I don't watch it. <laughs> so I was watching it on, on Sunday and I said, this is just, it's so. It's just so morbid. Like, I mean, not only are they dying now, but the, the, their deaths are just worse. Like, it's. It's getting really gross, and I'm I mean, really looking forward to watching it. Though. Yeah, I, I don't know what I'm gonna do with that. I'm probably still gonna watch it just because I have to, but it's just. Yeah. Well, well, speaking of, speaking of evil in the world and how people should really be, without necessarily, I mean, you don't have to divulge this or not, but what are your thoughts on this election right now? Oh yeah. I know everyone's laughing. I'm, I'm like, I'm bad. I'm not really into the whole uh, politics and stuff. Um, uh, Tim tells me some things that are going on. I really, I, mean, I, I know bits and pieces of what's going on, but I mean, it's sad. I, I, I really don't know who I'm gonna vote for. I don't. I, uh, I've heard a lot of bad things about Hillary, and um, it's just there's the the side of me that's like, you know, obviously a lot of females are just like she's female. You know, let's see the first female up there. But when you know her history and what she represents and all that, it's just how can you vote for somebody like that? And again, I don't know much about Trump either, but he just looks retarded when he's up there. I mean, I don't, he just, to know that he would be our president, he just, he doesn't scream a leader. And you know, so I was telling Tim and my family, I was like, I don't even think I'm gonna vote. But you know, people are like, you have to vote. You have to make a difference. Like. But I'm like, I feel like my vote, my vote is pointless because I really don't know what I want and to just throw my thing out there like it's nothing. I'd rather just not have any say in it. I'm really not a political person and I couldn't even tell you who I would vote more for. It's, it's really hard to choose between the two. Yeah, I, I think a lot of people are going through that. A lot of people are. I've never so, seen such a divide, not only as far as who people would vote for, but yeah. even just the concept of voting. Like, just I've never seen a situation and all the time I've been in this country since 96, it's like, I don't even know if my vote matters. Like, really, though. Like, you know? Well, who would you vote for? Man, I... Exactly. Like, you just don't know. That's my phone going off, by the way. Oh, maybe. I should do my phone. Somebody called me to tell me. Yeah, who you vote for? All right, you vote for. That's crazy. All right, so I have a, I have a question that I really want to know. Um, matter of fact, is there anything that you want people to know about you that maybe no one really knows that you might want to share? Um, I mean, uh, I, I think I, I said a lot of the personal things on my album. Mm -hmm. um, 
the anxiety thing was one that I really didn't share with people. They just saw me on, one time I was performing on stage in Arizona and I was having massive panic attacks going there on the plane. And I told Rock at the time, I'm like, we're leaving, I'm not doing this show. And he's like- I remember you telling me that. Yeah, he's like, no, you're doing this show. And I'm like, no, I'm not doing this show. And we're in the hotel room arguing. And I was crying and he's like, Cindy, you have to do the show. And I did it. But people don't see that, they just see you performing and then you get off and everything's good, but they don't realize all the struggle that, that goes on behind that. So. I think in this album, I really put out a lot of the things that I go through. I mean, even the bloodlines thing, just the whole adoption and not yeah, knowing my parents. And it's still something I go through. Um, now that I'm making it really in the Korean industry now, and I'm, I'm eventually trying to get to Korea and, you know, kind of blow up there and do stuff over there. I'm The first thing I'm always thinking, like, Oh my gosh, my, my real parents are out there. Like, do I really want to go? You know, people just hop on a plane and they just go to Korea. You know, to me, first of all, I don't know if I could last how many hours and not have an exciting time right. on the plane. That's one struggle. Then I have two kids with me. Like, what, who watches them? Do I bring them? That's another struggle. And then when I get to Korea, it's like, you know, should I find my parents? Should I just do the show and leave? Like, what do I do? You know, it's 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 just so many things that go on in my head where it's more like, why can't you just get on the plane, Cindy? So. That's why I kind of wrote the Bloodline song. Though these are one thing that people said about this album was very transparent. It's extremely transparent. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So a lot of people say that about me. I'm very transparent. I say a lot of things that I feel and everything. And I and, and I don't know if that's a bad thing, but I you know it gets people to know who I am, who Lee Sunday is, and you know and that's. And I, and I think it helps people. Like even you just saying like sharing your accounts <laughs> at the height, not like it's descended, but at the certain part of your popularity again. Diz rappers, Christian or not, were envious of other rappers and where they are and what they're doing. And it's like, I don't think you want this life mm -hmm. if you were there in those situations. Yeah. It's like, no, it's not as glamorous as people, right. you know, right. make it out to be. And I think it's important for a lot of people here who may do music and create and do that thing to really understand that. No, all that good is this isn't gold, this isn't the whole thing. It's, it's not what you thought it was. Some yeah. of it can be even in the Christian music industry, yeah. smoke and mirror. Yeah, you know? no, you're and, right. Yeah, so that's why, I mean, I, I'm, I'm so grateful that you let me do this interview and just share my heart and just let people know just what goes on just beyond just going on stage and, and making music. There's, there's a whole other world out there that you have to kind of be a part of and live through and, you know, being a parent and being a wife and traveling and, and doing things on your own and finances and just, it really stops a lot of people from doing this, and I completely understand, you know? So, you know, you guys just keep doing what you gotta do, pray about it, you know, see what God is telling you to do, and just give your all, and you know, God will find a way. I know that sounds very cliche, but it is at the end of the day the only thing that we have. So when I'm sitting there, and I'm like, how am I gonna do this, you know? I, I just, I did it, so, you know? So I got two more questions, mm -hmm. and I'm hoping the floor for people. Um, Outside of family, outside of friends, who would you say has been the most consistent supporter of East Sunday from the beginning? You have that one person who's always been like, yo, or, or two, or three, or how many years of you? Well, but, but outside of family and friends. So outside of, okay. so outside of, friend? out, well, outside of, <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the point. <laughs> outside of family and like really close friends, like somebody you don't um, really see it that much, but it's like. Outside of 10. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I have my, well, you know, I don't know if this answers, but like, you know, you know Teddy, like my hype guy. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's been there from the, I mean, when I lost my label and stuff, he was always there. I mean, not only does he hype. I was kind of expecting you to almost say that, because oh. I, I feel like 
that's one person I see did not leave when the transition yeah. happened. Yeah. He was always there. He's still there. He always encourages me. He was actually one of the people who helped me with my album when I needed just, does this sound good? Like, I was, I would always send my stuff to him and let him hear it. Um, I mean, I have my manager here, Christian. He, uh, I mean, he's helped me through everything, especially after the whole label thing happened. And I really, me, Tim had literally nobody. And um, Christian stepped up to the plate and he saw something in me and he was like, I want to help you guys. Uh, he said, you have so much potential. I feel like we can really work together and make something happen. And uh, we've been, what, like over a year now? Maybe probably more than that. I mean, so many great things have happened now. He's really helped a lot in my career. So I really thank him for that because he opened doors for me that I wasn't even a part of. You know, I didn't I didn't even know these other places even existed until I met him. So um, I really can't say my mom because you said family, right? <laughs> yeah. My mom, it, she helps me not like, oh, go rap. You know, she never does that. <laughs> Yeah, she doesn't say that at all. But um, she helps me in other ways because, as I was telling you, like she, she watched, like she, she just is always there. Like my, my, she watches my kids for me a lot. And you know, imagine having my nine-month-old. Do you hear a baby crying in the background? So, like in those areas, it's just, it's very like I need somebody there to help me. So my mom, she used to travel with me too. She'd come with me and watch Caleb. Yeah, it was like, oh, this is me. You're here. <laughs> She's at Flavor Fest with me. You know? <laughs> It, it looks awkward, but that's kind of... The entourage. You have to do that sometimes, especially when you have kids. So in, a, in that way, like, she just... She helps me a lot, so... Again, I don't know if she was included in there, but... So... No, that's a great account. Um, so... Beauty for Ashes. I just want to say this off the top. The one thing I did not say in my review is that I feel like this album cover is probably the best album cover I've seen all year. Because I feel like it's, it's really well done. Yeah. And so much. So I'm just trying to figure out why Beauty for Ashes, why not that is. Yeah. So I was sitting in my living room, make this very short, sorry guys. I was sitting in my living room and I was actually sitting with Teddy and um, Elton, my, my DJ, and we were all sitting and we were trying to figure out just the concept of my, my album, where we should go with it. And then I, I actually just recorded the Treasure song. And okay. Treasure's just like, God is so big, he does everything, he creates this entire universe, yet he cares about each and every one of us individually. That's so amazing, and that we don't even grasp that sometimes. So that was the meaning of that song, and then he, then we started like pondering on that, like, Treasure, Treasure, should we name the album Treasure? And we're like, nah, that sounds kind of corny. You know, so we kept kind of going with that, and then we were brainstorming, then all of a sudden Elton just said, Beauty for Ashes, and I'm like, oh my God. That's, that's dope, I love it. And I said, I feel like people have used it before though. And it was only by, I forgot that Christian singer who made the song for it, but other than that, nobody has ever used that, that I know of, mm -hmm. um, has used that that phrase. And I said, it means so much, especially in my life right now, being yeah. an independent artist and um, starting with, not nothing, but literally I had to do this on my own and that God will create something beautiful based off of this. And it goes with everything in our lives, no matter what situation you're in. It's just it's such an encouraging um, statement that we can be something better with God in our life that we are something better so and then I wanted something the graphics I wanted really that it's just not something corny like literally I wanted it to be like whoa <laughs> yeah. yeah like cool so that's actually like real makeup like I had this girl she does like zombie work <laughs> she actually was able to do the plaster or whatever on my eye Kayla was with me and she was crying the entire time <laughs> yes, she was, she was <laughs> like <laughs> yes it wasn't a pleasant thing so she said don't ever do that again and I said okay Kayla I won't but now it's everywhere so. no lie me and my girlfriend was looking at this like yeah is that a graphic? Like, what is this? Like, yes. we were really trying to dissect the, this. The black is actually the graphic. The graphic designer, Frank Cage, he, okay. he did the black part, but then um, it's a, it was originally blue and veiny. I can't even describe it, but I can show you pictures, you know? <laughs> he added the black, but and he just enhanced everything. But it was it was.
I bet it was loud. I kind of got an understanding of The Walking Dead from, from that. the part yeah. of my eye. <laughs> That's crazy. That was real great, great artwork, great album. Um, before we close out, I'm just want to put it up to anybody who has questions. Questions. I know I asked a lot, but. Oh, no. Hi, uh, <laughs> she said, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, no, 